Did you know that up until this week, late October 2021, that the New York Times didn't have an official supply chain beat reporter? It's crazy, right? The nation's quote-unquote paper of record didn't have a beat reporter to cover the most important industry that drives and shapes the economy. And as curious as that sounds, I guess you could look at it as better late than never? Or you could use it as an opportunity to hear from a woman who's been covering the industry for the better part of the last decade. Hello again, Blythe Brumley with DigitalDispatch.io and host of Cyberly on Freight Waves, here to bring you another great interview. This time with host of Let's Talk Supply Chain and several other shows, Sarah Barnes-Humphrey. Sarah's been working in the industry her entire life and in the content game for a decade, so it was an honor to finally get her on the show, and more importantly, to hear her thoughts on the current state of the global supply chain, as well as other topics such as strategic content marketing, something that she's continuing to double down on, not only this year, but in years to come. I know you're going to love this one, so let's go ahead and settle in and give it a go. And, and go from one supply chain conversation to the host of Let's Talk Supply Chain, Sarah Barnes-Humphrey. I've been following her work for a while, for years now. She's one of the first creators uh, in all of supply chain logistics. So I'm, I'm honored to finally get her on the show. So let's go ahead and bring Sarah on in. Welcome in, Hi. Sarah. <laughs> How are you? And, hey. A plus setup. I love the mic. I love the little, I don't even know what it's called, but the show logo that's on the mic. I I, I love it all. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to copy that. <laughs> it's a mic flag, you know, we've got to be able to advertise all the time. Absolutely. Now, uh, Sarah, I was reading an article the other day that said that most Americans have no idea what the supply chain is. Now, and also most experts are saying to order their Christmas gifts now. So is is 2021 the year that folks outside of the industry, whether they realize it the hard way or not, are they going to realize how important the supply chain is? Absolutely. And first, I just want to say thank you so much, Blythe, for having me on the show. I have been following you for years as well, and you do such an amazing job. So just wanted to follow up on what Steve said earlier. But yeah, I mean, (laughs) this, yeah, and this is really the year. I mean, the UK is feeling it already. I'm getting messages. I literally got a message on WhatsApp this morning from my cousins that was like, what is going on right now? Because we have empty shelves in the grocery store and they're even unable to purchase gas or what they call petrol. (laughs) Um, And then I saw another story on HLN the other day around the stuffed unicorn. I don't know if you saw this, but for a small retailer, it's gone from $2 wholesale to $18. Wow, And so that small retailer is not going to be buying that product because the parents aren't there out there aren't going to be paying $36 for a stuffed unicorn. And so I think it's going to be harder for parents to afford the holidays this year, which is just absolutely heartbreaking after everything that everybody's gone through in the last 18 months. I, I keep telling my friends and family, make sure you order those Christmas gifts now. But even then it's like, I don't even know what to order. I don't know what to get people right now for Christmas. I barely know what to get them a week yep. before Christmas. And I'm usually scrambling on Amazon to get that two day shipping. And it sounds like it's not going to happen this year. Now, now, obviously you, you, you're, you're the host of Let's Talk Supply Chain. You're also an entrepreneur, a business owner, but for folks who aren't aware of your career backstory, can you give us a, a, a little bit of a breakdown of how you got into this industry? 
Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I literally went into this industry right after high school. My dad owned a private freight forwarding company just outside of Toronto, and I started off as reception and really worked my way up. So I worked in the trucking division. I worked operations for eight years. So air freight, ocean freight, customs, warehousing, you name it everything to do with operations. I absolutely did it. And then I went into sales for eight years and sold all of those services. And uh, so that's really the background. I've spent over 20 years in the industry, just really understanding it, not only from a shipper's point of view, but also from like a logistics point of view as well. And so with that history, you were one of the first to really get started with content marketing, one of the first in all of supply chain in order to have a, a, a podcast. Why, why did you feel drawn to starting a podcast, especially when it was so early on and especially in an industry where it's really early on? Yeah. So I was director of sales and marketing. And as a freight forwarder, it was really important for us to be able to get our brand story out there and really differentiate ourselves from the competition. <laughs> but I was looking out in the industry to really see what was out there and what everybody was doing. And it was really stuffy and it was just not fun. <laughs> and I was listening to a lot of podca podcasts at the time. And I thought, well, hey, if Lewis Howes can have his own podcast, why can't Sarah Barnes Humphrey? <laughs> and and that's how it was born and this was back in 2016 I asked uh, a guy from my customs department to be my co-host and so very early on tongue-in-cheek we called it two babes talk supply chain just to see how far we could push the envelopes of the industry and that is really just how it got started and and you've had a couple evolutions of the show. Uh, and more recently, you've added an, an affiliate. So now there's another version. It, correct me if I'm wrong. There's another version of the show, but it's more based in Asia. Is that correct? Yeah. So we've actually franchised the podcast. I don't know if there's any other podcasts that have done this out there. I don't think there is, but we franchised the podcast to Asia Pack. And so it's called Let's Talk Supply Chain Asia Pack. And they're going to be doing the same things that we're doing in North America, but really focused on the Asia Pacific market and what's happening in supply chain over there um, and focusing on brands over there as well. So we can get an idea of who's out there and what exactly are they doing. And we're looking at Europe next um, because we nice. always want to use the platform to elevate the voices in our community. What are some of the storylines that you're seeing coming out of, of the new show versus your more North America-based show? Are there any similarities? Are there any uh, differences that we should know about? Well, so they're just getting started. And so the first couple of shows has really been around thought leaders in that space. And so uh, Jonathan Kempe, who is the host of Let's Talk Supply Chain Asia Pack, he has, uh, in the first episode, he really focused on mariners and seafarers um, because it's a really big challenge right now, especially during COVID, they are the ones that make sure that 90% of global trade are moved across our oceans, and yet they are treated very, very poorly. And so there's a mm. couple of people in the space that he's very close to, and he wanted to bring that story to life. And that really is the backbone of, you know, who he is and what he wants to bring to life and the network that he has over there and how we can really support the human 
human element of supply mm -hmm. chain. And so that the first couple of episodes have really been about the human element and then talking about manufacturing in Vietnam as well. So it's really about shining a light on the areas that that deserve to have that light shined on them. And and as I bring that up, it, it brings me to my next question, because you've really been a pioneer as far as showcasing women in supply chain. Tell us a little bit about why you got that series started and, and if you have a favorite story from that series so far, because you've been doing it for a while, right? I have. We. I actually just put out a video today that says that we have featured over 50 women since we wow. started the series back in January 2018. And the reason why I started that series was because I wanted to learn from other women in this space. And I knew I couldn't be the only one, right? And so I literally was just like, okay, we're going to start a woman in supply chain series on the podcast. We're going to learn about their journeys. We're going to learn about how they think about things and what their perspective is. And I think everybody can learn from that. And I've had so much amazing feedback from that series. And we had you on. Um, you were part of the blog. And we got to learn a little bit more about you and your journey and that's what it's really all about. I mean, I created this platform so we could elevate the voices in the industry. And so that's really been something very, very special for me. And I don't really have a favorite story. Um, all of the stories are my favorites because they're very different from each other. And everybody has, a, has had a different journey in supply chain. It's all looked a lot different. But what it did was it led me to really take a look at diversity and inclusion in the industry. And so I've now expanded that into a second podcast, a standalone podcast called Blended which is like Red Table Talk on Facebook, but for podcasts. And I'm bringing oh, wow. different people, different walks of life together to talk about different diversity and inclusion topics. And let me tell you, I think I cry every episode, but not mm. because it's, you know, it's emotionally draining, but because when we finish, everybody says, I felt heard today. Thank you very much mm. for creating that space. And, and obviously, I mean, that's, that's something that, uh, I, I would encourage everyone to go and subscribe to because that, those are the stories that aren't being told enough. And so, you know, obviously it takes someone that's, that's forward thinking like you in order to start a podcast to begin with, you know, franchise it out, start up a, a woman in supply chain, start up those conversations that are, that are difficult to have at a corporate level, but bringing those, those stories to light, I think is incredibly important. And, and, with all of that said, and all of the things that you've gravitated towards marketing wise, you know, podcasting and blogging and things like that, that were, you know, very new to the industry back then. Are there any sort of marketing strategies that you're doing today that you still absolutely believe in? And then are there any ones that you want to experiment with in the future? Consistency, consistency, consistency. <laughs> I think you could probably agree with me on that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have been preaching that from the very beginning. And I learned that right from the very beginning is that as long as you are consistent in your timing, you know, like how often do you do it? When do you do it? Um, it just naturally grows and more and more people sort of jump onto that. Um, and so that's the one thing that I have always held on to and something that I always tell brands. 
Yeah, I, I, absolutely. It, you, when you, as soon as you said it, I, I thought you, maybe you were going to go like, oh, TikTok, like I'm going to try, you know, more TikTok. But when you said consistency, I was like, oh, that one's, <laughs> that one's one that sticks with me for years. And I think that's, that, that's one of the bigger reasons why I do this show each week is that it keeps me from making excuses to avoid creating content. And, and I think that that's, um, you're also a tech founder. I, I, I do want to mention that, that you founded a company, um, within uh, just recently that's called Ships and it's, uh, essentially a SaaS tool, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it easier for both sides to quote and book like air and ocean freight shipments, um, less emails, more collaboration. And that's really what we wanted to do. Keep it really simple, but a way for shippers to work so much easier with their freight forwarders to be able to get uh, rates and be able to book their air and ocean freight shipments, which I mean, with rates right now, I think I posted yesterday, it's at $31,000 for a 40-foot container from Hong Kong to Toronto, which Ooh. is just... <laughs> So, I mean, obviously with your marketing background and, and, and knowing where, you know, there, there are problems that arise that you can create those solutions. I, I think that it's important for other tech founders and just other entrepreneurs in general to know the value of content marketing. But for those who are on the fence, what's the, the best advice that you could give to someone that's thinking about starting up their own podcast or maybe their own YouTube series or maybe even their own TikTok? What advice would you give to a first time creator in this industry? Um, I would say learn from those who have come before you. <laughs> They've probably made the mistakes that you want to avoid. And so you definitely want to take a look at what they've done well, what they've done not so well. Maybe partner with somebody, you know, partner with somebody like me, partner with somebody like Let's Talk Supply Chain or Freight Waves or whoever to really be able to um, hone that story and give you platforms to be able to tell that story. And if you're going to do it on your own, you want to be consistent in your delivery. Like we were talking about before, you've got to keep going because it just doesn't happen overnight. And, and now with the, the ethos of your show, because I echo that statement, it does not happen overnight. Do not think you're going to start a podcast and start getting leads from it two months later. It's just not realistic. Um, but with with all of that you've done, the, the, the focus of your content is on the supply chain. So so from a, I guess, a, a, a casual fan perspective, what do you think are the major issues that are going on? And if I gave you a magic wand, how would you fix them? Well, first of all, from an environmental standpoint, I would say the congestion. I mean, the, just the sheer fact of the number of vessels that are out in the water outside of LA and Long Beach and, you know, the oil spill that, that happened just a few days ago and, and mm. how much they're cleaning up and how much it's affected so many more people. And now I'm not saying that it was a cargo ship that that uh, caused that. But at the end of the day, it's, a, it's an environmental crisis that we've got all of those vessels uh, sitting out there. And it's also, you know, the crews as well, the crews that are on these ships. And from a mental health standpoint, we need mm. to get these vessels moving. And I think also the prices, if I had a magic wand and we could go back to pre-COVID levels, because the mental health of our supply chain professionals right now, we really, really, really need to you know, talk to them and give them a space to vent their frustration because there's so much pressure from so many different directions, especially, you know, from a pricing standpoint and get, being able to get space and getting product here and things like that. I just, those are the two things that if you gave me a magic wand, I would want to change today. 
And so with all of your, 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 you know, your content plans and the things that you've got, you know, going on with, with uh, various different shows and, and, and businesses that you own, what goals are you hoping to knock out for that? I mean, you've already done a lot, so I feel like kind of a jerk even asking that, but what goals are you hoping to achieve for the rest of this year? And, and which ones are you hoping to tackle in 2022? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And I'm always thinking about it. I don't know about you, but I'm constantly <laughs> thinking about how Same. do we do things differently, right? Um, but for this year, you know, brands booking with us for 2022, right? So we can work on some amazing strategies to help tell their stories, to give them the platform that they need. Because at the end of the day, supply chain professionals are looking for you. They just don't know necessarily where you are or how you can help, right? And for 2022, you know, changing the landscape of speakers and attendees at industry events so that we can see a visual impact in DEI, uh, not only with the blended podcast, but the blended pledge that a group of us are working on because we want to see a more visual impact from a diversity and inclusion perspective, not only on stages, but also attending events mm. as well. And so that's a really, really, really big goal of mine for next year. I love that you brought that up because I always kind of joke about it with friends and, and, and colleagues that going to a supply chain or a logistics conference, the bathroom line for the women's restroom is always super short while the male bathroom line is always mm -hmm. super long. And it's like, oh, wow, this is kind of great. But then when you think about it from that perspective, it's not so great. And we, we absolutely need to get uh, more women in the industry and, and, and even just the, the mass awareness of the industry and the opportunities that are ahead of them if they even just choose to think about uh, working in supply chain and working in logistics. All right, Sarah, where can people follow more of your work, your shows, all that good stuff? Let's talk supply chain.com. Also follow let's talk supply chain on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn, Sarah Barnes Humphrey. And we're also on TikTok. I didn't mention this earlier, but let's talk supply chain is on TikTok and um, we create some, some fun stories on there as well. So go follow us there. I love that. Embrace the new world that we live in as far as technology and content is, is concerned. So, so thank you so much, Sarah, for, for joining the show. We'll link to all of those different platforms within the show notes and the show description so people can, can find that pretty easy. Thanks so much, Blythe. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. If you like what you heard, consider sharing it with a friend. Podcast discoverability is a bit of a challenge for creators like myself, so word of mouth goes a long way. You can check out past episodes of the show by hitting up the learn page on digitaldispatch.io. I also have some free courses on the site that cover content marketing, distribution, and even how to audit your own website. That's going to come in handy as everyone starts to prepare for those 2022 budgets. While you're there, you can also check out our socials, the DIY shop, or custom services. Until next time, I'm Blythe Brumleaf and I will see you real soon.